0: back to another episode of let's unpack that i am cal and i'm here with my bestie Cheval, and we are here to talk about berserk today again because we're gonna keep talking about it until we finish probably
1: Probably, probably. It's a very joyful episode today. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be the best episode we have so far. Um, yeah, if, if, if you're somebody who looks for content warnings um, and trigger warnings and stuff, check the description. We have timestamps and all that stuff. Um, but but yeah, we, we, we took like a week or two off of recording because we were both like just uh, not feeling it and we knew it was coming up next. Like just yeah. life stuff was happening and then... We also had to do this and then we were like, uh maybe uh we just talk instead and uh, play fighting <laughs> games and do that instead for a couple weeks. So we're back and the podcast is actually on podcast services now. Yes. So that's cool. So We finally yeah. launched
0: it, which is exciting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Three episodes down, I think um we have a fourth one coming out this upcoming week that we're recording this. Yeah, you guys, this is gonna be fun for y'all. It's gonna be time travel for y'all, because we'll always be like a couple weeks <laughs> uh, behind on y'all. So yeah, um, you guys hopefully. can predict the future hopefully. for us. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, it'll nice hopefully.
0: Buffer. <laughs>
1: it, it, it'll, it'll be nice. We'll see how long this buffer lasts. We'll get to the point where like, you'll be like, yeah. wow, they record this fucking yesterday? Okay. <laughs> yes,
0: <But laughs> like, dang, I didn't even record on a Sunday. What What's going on? But, Holy
1: shit. Ugh, Holy boy. shit, yeah. I'm I gotta tell you, I'm resisting every urge in my body to discuss Evo for the next like
0: two Look. hours, and
1: then we the talk about Berserk. We can
0: we can um, definitely talk about Strive for a, a bit though, because we've both been doing a lot <laughs> with Strive yeah. recently. Shocking to everyone here, I know, um,
1: but all these people who started listening to this, I'm like, God damn it! And to talk about fucking video games.
0: <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> Uh, once again, we put timestamps so you can skip us being uh, fucking nerds if you want to. Um, but if you wanna <laughs> listen to us talk about fighting games, uh, by all means, we we talk about other stuff too sometimes. But it's usually about Strive because yeah. uh, that's that's all we do apparently. Is this? Yeah, and strive. apparently
1: that's all we all we spend our time on is Strive, and that's okay. Actually, nobody has a problem with it. Yeah. Everybody's okay with this.
0: Totally fine. Yeah. Um <laughs> when we are recording Evo was last week?
1: Uh yeah, yeah, last time yeah, when we were recording it was it ended last week. Yeah, it last week last was week. the last week okay. of um Evo. For people who don't know what Evo is, it's called it's Evolution Fighting. Um it is a fighting tournament that's it's worldwide, but you know, they have different divisions for different countries and stuff. Happens every year. Um, usually during July, they recently had some restructuring because Sony bought them. Uh, PlayStation bought them earlier this year. Um, after they <laughs> had a scandal where you know somebody came out and turned out they're like an abuser or something, fired that guy. Got bought by Sony, so now all this other stuff's happening. But it's a fighting game tournament, and it's really fun to watch. Uh, and of course, people were playing Guilty Gear Strive and. We 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 liked watching it because I I like looking like a chump because these guys are like extreme
2: oh, yeah. <laughs> players.
1: It looked like <laughs> it's like those Dragon Ball Z fighting scenes and shit. It is so ridiculous to watch people play this. It's yeah
2: it's, it's actually it admirable, honestly.
0: I think this is the first Evo where I've like actually been invested in Because, like in the past I'm like, oh yeah, cool fighting game, but like if you have been listening to Harbits, you know that. I'm pretty new to fighting games in general. So, like, Mm it hasn't been, like, a huge focal point to me. And um, it was really cool, like, watching people who I've been following for, like, a couple months now, like, you know, rise up to top eight and stuff like that. Or being like, oh, I actually know who that is. Like, I I guess, like... Right. We kind of mentioned this (laughs) when we were talking to each other, but, like, it's almost kind of like, oh, this is what sports people... Feel like it's the esports or whatever. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, this is this is. I guess that's what the the old pigskin feels like sometimes, <laughs> right? Whatever the hell they like, they like calling that shit. Yeah, no, it's it's fun because it's something that like I actually participate in. Like you know, I played sports a little bit in in like high school and stuff. But, like, not, like, at, like, a level where I actually gave a shit about it. I like video games, so I yes. actually like to see <laughs> people do good at it. Um, and it's much more interesting to me. But, yeah, no, it's it's free to watch, too, which is nice. So, yeah, no, we 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 had a lot of fun kind of, you know, being really late and watching the fights, you know, two or three days later. But being like, oh, my God, yeah. did you see that? Uh, also, we were also talking about how it's just a lot of black players. um, in esports which is really fun uh-huh. to see especially for fighting games they've, they've like there's just always been a large black community within that community uh but yeah it's 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 like giving me brainworms. all I can think about is how did they do that I'm going to try to practice doing that and then getting mad yeah. that I can't do it so
0: <laughs> it's I don't know it's just really cool that like the final like top match for the winner of the strive tournament or whatever was like two black people who are both like really excellent who are both really respected and like what they do and like exactly. i don't like obviously i haven't kept up with evo before so it may have happened before but it was kind of my first time like seeing something like that i guess within like yeah. fighting uh, games because like i feel like a lot of the streamers people recommend and that like i've watched in the past for let's players have been admittedly like white you know like i don't whitest dudes
1: around yeah
0: yeah, well, like, I think, like, the first Let's Players I kept up with, this is embarrassing, uh, the first Let's Players I kept up with were, like, Game Grumps, you know? Yeah. And so, and, like, Super Best Friends play before Wooly came on, Um. so, right. and, like, now I watch Wooly stuff, and I, like, I listen to his podcasts and stuff, too, Um. and Super Best Friends isn't really what it was anymore, they kind of split, but,
2: right. and Game
0: Grumps is game grumps um if you like game grumps it is not it sorry is. <laughs> they're not great people um but yeah yeah uh but yeah it's it's just like seeing this now and like seeing how many like people in the community are being highlighted who like are not white you know is like oh this is like really cool that this is like coming to the forefront more and more and more you know like it's just nice no, i love
1: it I love it. I love seeing all these people in this. Like, in it's such a cool community too because, like, it's just so many different types of people. But you know, seeing it specifically come down to these two players who have been you know in their scene for a while. Because Hitashi, mm-hmm. who won the the Guilty Gear Strive uh, tournament, he uh, has been like playing Guilty Gear for like a while, right? And he's pretty young mm-hmm. too. Like, he's not like an older dude or anything like that. Yeah, okay. But yeah, he was yeah,
0: playing third before this, I think XR, yeah, whatever you want to
1: call yeah. it. Yeah, he was Elfelt. Um, he he was a sniper. Yeah,
0: oh, he was Elfelt. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. You know what? Somehow that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, he's a, a main and I was absolutely entranced watching him go through the top eight. That was amazing. Um,
1: yeah, intense dude. Absolutely yeah.
0: intense. Odd. I just the. We, we talked about this too. Like the way the composure <laughs> that players have while they are going and like manage not to freak out and stuff. I'm just like, that's incredible. I could never do that, but that's incredible. But,
1: um, absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. it It's, it's really just like me and Haley. I was talking to Haley about this before, which, you know, thank God she tolerates you talking about this stuff. I know, but, too. um, she, <laughs> she was like, No, I was telling her, I was like, yeah, no. I mean, I just think it's funny how, like, people used to... There's still people who are like, what? People play video games, like, professionally? What? Mm -hmm. Which is so funny to me because it's been happening for, like, decades now. Years now, yeah. There are people who are, like, millionaires. And, like, it's it's something you can do professionally. It shouldn't be, like, that hard to think about, right? But, you know, it requires patience. It requires keeping a level head, uh to even get as far as most of these guys do. And I mean, that's pretty fucking sick to like video games and then you get paid like a million dollars to
0: beat
1: other people's asses. That's, that's fucking sick. (laughs) That's the
0: dream, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I fucking wish dude, but yeah. Um, besides that, uh, I've been playing, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima again, Ah, which is really fun, but
0: I have uh, not gotten the. I also, but I will next week.
1: You will. You will. It's okay. It doesn't expire or anything. It's I fine. know. I um, just want to talk about it. With you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to get to it. I got to get uh, all the way to it first because I'm still in Act 1. Because you have to oh, get to Act right. 2 to access it. But um... yeah, that game is that game is just. If you haven't played Good Tsushima before and you're listening to this, and you somehow have a PS5, or you have a PS4, I guess. Um, I think you, you play should, on PS4. should play it. Yeah, yeah. The DLC is on PS4 as well. Uh... But damn, what else did I do this week besides watch more trash reality TV? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh I put oh,
0: bookshelves together. Oh. So that was my non-video game activity of the week. But very
1: productive manly shit. I yes. don't know what that's like.
0: <laughs> very butch. Um no.
1: <laughs> hey, listen. It it's it's like that. Um it's no, I like that. I was watching. I, so HBO Max has been on this ridiculous tear of reality TV shows that are uh, Bravo-like, but not as um, right. not as uh, what's it called? Uh, I don't know. Bravo is in a very controlled environment. It, it's kind of wild how much the company, the production companies they hire, like oh yeah, I know what show. you're saying. Yeah, but uh, they have a new one that came out <laughs> called Sweet Life. That is about black people in South Central LA who are, like, entrepreneurs and shit. And we watched, watched like, the first two episodes before I came in here. And it's good. It's executive produced by Issa Rae. But it's good. But I'm... It also made me realize the difference between, like, just, like, the white reality shows and, like, these different ones that have been coming out with, like, you know, Asian American families or black Mm -hmm. people is, like... You can tell how much, like, they're trying to build a narrative, even when there isn't one sometimes in, like, Real Housewives and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then in, like, Sweet Life, it was like, yeah, so he's been fucking around behind her back. And we're trying to figure this out all it. like, the first, like, episode of the series. And okay. it, I love it. It's good. It's good. If you want, if you want fast fast drama like I do, I, I would recommend it, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man, I, I'm kind of getting overwhelmed by all of these different reality shows that have come out, I just finished Fuckboy Island, I just finished, like, three other dumbass reality TV shows that came out, half of them are worth my time, half of them aren't, but I can feel myself decaying,
0: Slowly. yeah you might need a little sustenance sooner or sustenance. Later.
1: oh sustenance yeah i'll watch i'll watch evangelion then <laughs> that's why that'll be my sustenance yeah. right that's
0: that's i mean yeah, yeah. like
1: <laughs> watch ted, ted talks about cancel culture or something that'll refresh oh my can be... watch
0: bread tube for a while that's
1: BreadTube. did
0: you have you seen what's been going on with that
1: uh no because I don't know what happened but Twitter suddenly took that out of my algorithm a, a little bit so I actually do not know what's going on with that. Okay. Set.
0: So you don't have to include this if you don't want to but basically um <laughs> uh god I think his name's Hassan. Um he Oh
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. I well, know about this 3
0: million dollar house and like yeah, okay. now there's like all this infighting in the community because people are like <laughs> Oh, well, we should take down the billionaires before we take you down the billionaires. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And it's like, okay. it, it just kills me because I'm like, okay, like if you are a leftist, if you like truly are a leftist and you truly are like creating... environment and believe in socialism and all these other things, why are you not putting back into your community if you have over, like, millions of dollars and, like, make so much off of your Twitch streams? Like, where's your donation? Where's your mutual aid? What are you doing? Like, I just it it makes me feel a little crazy. Like, I understand if you want to live comfortably or whatever. I think there's a difference between living comfortably and being wealthy. If that makes yeah,
1: sense. Yeah, no. Yeah. I... See, I have... I I like watching people argue about this on Twitter because everything's just, like, snap yeah. reactions, right? Yeah.
2: And I feel
1: like some people are like, you can't feel, like, <laughs> two ways about something. Like... Because yeah. I, I, I'm dumb, so my very first thing I laugh is I have meme brains. So I'm like, but y'all gave him the fucking money. <laughs> what y'all mad about? Yeah. But then, but then... But then also, like, I do think it's funny that, like, people... Like, you know, then you have people on the dumb far right who are like, you mean he bought a house in general, yeah. like, without without the money, without including the $3 million part, right? Because, like, here's the thing. Like, yeah. he bought a house in California. It's going to be super expensive. But then right. again, why move to California? But, you know, he's a hype lord and has to be with all his Twitch friends. Because at the end of the day, people are forgetting this is a Twitch streamer. <laughs> it's not like a politician. <laughs> or like <laughs> It's just some dude on the internet that y'all gave money. And if he's a leftist and all this shit, which we've we've kind of seen holes poked in this dude before about all this leftist shit, especially because he runs with AOC, and I, we can know a whole hour about AOC, but I would rather not. Um, I don't know. I just think it's funny that people expected that much of him. I was confused because, okay. like, because he has done donation stuff. He has helped like donate like probably over a million dollars to a few different like mutual aid things and stuff right which is great right that's fine but at the same time how are you going to be confused when people look at you when you buy a three million dollar fucking house because me personally uh i don't even know what to do with a million dollars and i probably wouldn't buy a house with that so i mean like my thing is i just i think it's funny that like one, I think it's funny that people are confused why people are mad that he bought a $3 million house as a yeah. quote-unquote socialist, right? I think it's really funny that people are confused about that. But then I'm also, like, like, <laughs> I if you, don't know. you're
0: supporting him, you know, like, to me, yeah. like, if you're supporting him and you're like, wait, because, like, I feel like... I feel like there was something last summer where he did something stupid but the other thing is like he was a part of like the Young Turks podcast and stuff and yeah. like his family is extremely wealthy and like you yeah. know he joined this because yes, honestly I feel like it's a grift I'm not even going to lie I think it's a fucking grift but
1: I I saw a Facebook post I made like 4 years ago when he started doing his own thing because mm-hmm. um so his history yeah he's on the Young Turks he Uh, left the Young Turks because he was too controversial for him at the time because he was doing his stream and I think he said, last last year he said, uh... Ah, oh, man, two different things happened. Last year, I think he repeated something he said the year before, which I think he said, like, something about America deserved 9-11 or something and some shit about Dan Crenshaw, right? But, like, that was the reason he left. He had to leave the Young Turks and all that shit, right? But that's the thing. People, mm-hmm. like, disconnect all of that from that because he was on a fucking show already. That's how he had a fan base in the first place. Right. Which is how he got, like, he's not just some dude who popped up and, like, wow, like, humble humble beginnings. So, like, that's why I'm also still confused. I'm like, wait, you guys, you you know you have Google, right? You can go look this guy up. And, like, he has a Wikipedia page. Like, it details his whole, he's not just some dude sitting in an apartment. Like, it looks like he is, right? And there is a reason he's able to do that. It's just, yeah, it's uh, very very funny and also like just goes to show any online leftist you see you should probably you just don't believe most of them uh, yeah. especially the, the big twitch streamer ones and the big uh the people who sell merch all the time about how left they are yeah maybe just don't
0: maybe don't we <laughs> <Maybe> just <laughs> like if you're not <laughs> I sound like a fucking commie um like if you're not consuming like you know, actual like, not even literature, if you're not even, like, engaging in discussions and, like, trying to, like, learn more about, like, the political aspect of being a leftist, you know, because it's so much more than just being, like, I'm not in the right, and I do these, this, that, and the other woke thing, like, it's about helping, it's about doing things, it's about Mm -hmm. engaging, and if you're not doing any of that, and you're not making any effort, like, I don't I think that's very silly, and I think a lot of people fall into that. And I'm not saying like kids who are like starting to develop their political views need to like donate their lunch money to mutual aid. You can or do whatever. it,
1: kid. No, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Fucking
0: kids. <laughs> You're all fucking kids. No, but it's like you know, like mutual aid is all about like if you can help like your comrades, you should help your comrades. You know, like it's,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't have three million dollars. You should you should be yeah. giving it out. To people and i feel like that's the bottom line and people don't want to accept that that's the bottom right. line about it the because reason, you know
0: the reason people the guys don't should have nice things exactly the reason people <laughs> don't want to accept it is because a small part of them is still buying into the american dream where they're like oh but i can rise to these standards and i can become a millionaire and if i'm a millionaire i don't want to send my money to Whores, you know, and that's just like right. that's what that's what capitalism wants you to think. Definitely don't put this part in the podcast. But um I, like,
1: I, I'm definitely putting this but why wouldn't I, I mean, put
0: this part and, <laughs> I just like it made, I'll just put
1: a sensor bar over that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beep. Um but like no you can put that in. Like that's <laughs> I'm obviously very impassioned about this out of nowhere. But like I really just think that if you are focused on yourself and what you can get out of a situation, you are probably not nearly as left as you think you are, and you are not yeah. doing anything productive. Yeah. You know, and I think that it's really easy to buy into these ideas when you see people like Hassan, or when you see like you know Sean. And Sean was saying stuff too, and I was like, "Come on, don't, <laughs> don't do that." Yeah, um,
1: yeah, oh. My- oh can i can i just oh i have to say this so quick too that was the thing that pissed me the 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 most off too was not that the situation was happening right because okay because here's the thing i'm guilty right i scroll through twitch and i watch some of these people sometimes just because I, i okay this is gonna sound like the most stoner stupid thing in the world i just like observing and seeing what the fuck people are up to when it comes to these streams and shit I so that. I will literally like go in and watch them. So I've been watching his streams and when all this is happening, I literally clicked in, I was like, Let me guess. He's gonna be bitching about this for at least the next ten minutes. And he was, right? <laughs> and it, it because and it was funny because the entire chat was people like <laughs> getting in on his ass, right? So Good. um but but then he had all his lefty buddies, quote unquote, like all these all these internet lefties who don't admit that really they just wanna be like a well-known person for being good i guess mm-hmm. um like sean and like all these other uh bread tubers and also random people on twitter who were popular on twitter and nowhere else yeah. um and i was like yeah like what is why are y'all like like do you know him like why like and also are you about to bake a big purchase is that why you're suddenly all defensive about
2: yeah, it uh, probably is three
1: million dollar purchase, man. Or you made a recent purchase. So you're like, I don't know. It's just really weird when people have some, like, really have something to say um, yeah. in defense of somebody who does something like that. Because I don't know. I don't know. I just saw that and I was like, why? Like, some of y'all didn't even need to say anything because they even had people who follow them who are like, I mean, but you're wrong. So. Yeah,
0: like <laughs> it's it's just to me again, like most of the people who are very successful when it comes to things like YouTube, things like gaming, things like, you know, any aspect, honestly, like any kind of business, because I do think it is business to a degree, you know, they probably had some kind of accessibility to money at the time, you know, like they were probably able Mm -hmm. to use their parents' money or use something that was already at their disposal, um, you know, generational wealth is a thing. And, like, you, s- a lot of these people don't start off, like... Like, uh, for example, like, we are, like, recording in our bedrooms on... Discord or whatever, you know? Like, they don't start like that. They start with a full setup. They start with a fan base already because they've likely already, you know, created an environment and been able to put stuff into promotion and put stuff into their production, which is great. I don't have a problem with that. But the thing is, like, you have to acknowledge these people are starting with more cards in their deck than you are. Like, you're not on the same starting point as them. They're already halfway up the trail when you're still at the foot of the mountain trying to start your Mm -hmm. climb.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: so it's, yeah, it's yeah. just silly to me to like expect anything from them because they're, they're rich people they don't fucking care about you and
1: that's their goal you know they can preach about, about like leftism and socialism and all that shit but they're capitalists right like they, they are at the end of the day you have people who like you know like Jumilla Jumilla or something will say like okay. um, I hate capitalism right. but you know socialism so far off I'm going to stack this fucking money right. um and and yeah, I, I feel like people like just don't. I, I feel like they don't understand that, like you said, a lot of these people are not starting from scratch. Like it, it really, like, like we talked about Hassan's history and all that stuff, like that, right? But mm-hmm. if you like look at half of these, like, not everybody's like a Northern Lion, right? He's another Twitch streamer. Mm-hmm. That dude was started making videos like ten years ago.
0: Uh that's <laughs> and, like
1: he and he's still not even like like he's really popular, right? And he probably is like well to do but he like showed a picture of his setup and it's the same shit he's been using right
2: and like he doesn't
1: yeah and it's like yeah he's probably making like six figures or something like easy off of twitch just after doing it for so long right but not everybody's like that like no. some of these people like really think about some of these people that got popular like last year and think about how they didn't exist until four years ago on the internet exactly. like it's like it's like the Lana Del Rey effect just keep remaking making yourself over and over until somebody listens to your shit. Yeah. And then
0: I mean, we've seen that time and time <laughs> and again, especially in like political communities, you know, like that's people pop mm-hmm. up and they're like, "Aha," and you're like, "Aren't you over there?" And they're like, "No, I'm good no. now." And you're like, "Okay." And then they and they buy a 3 million dollar <laughs> house and you're like, "Wait a fucking 2nd <laughs> <laughs> Let's, Let's rock. rock.
1: rock. We're starting <laughs> we're starting uh the Golden Age today, y'all we're doing it we've been talking about it um, and yeah no just wanted to say one more time before we start um, trigger warning for a couple things uh, and content warnings for some things are in the description Uh do you want to go ahead and just say them, too? Or do you want people to... Like, yeah,
0: to them I'll, I'll go yeah. ahead. I wrote some yeah. down uh, that cool. we're going to be covering two chapters today. We're going to be covering... Um, it's technically 9 and 10, but on the Read Berserk website, it's listed as I0 and J0, if you are reading along. Yes. Um, so the ones that I caught while I was reading were uh, child abuse. There is rape. There is racism. There is... Uh CSA. Um if you are squeamish about corpses, there are a lot of corpses in it. Um What's CSA. Uh child sexual assault. Oh, okay. Um and then uh there's also uh, references to miscarriage, uh slavery, <laughs> uh and a lot of gore.
1: Yeah. It's a lot of a lot of shit today, everybody. Yeah. Um this so suddenly this turned into thing. last podcast on the left. This is suddenly a true crime podcast. Oh god. We are so no. sorry. Um,
0: I, I want you to yeah. take me out back if I ever start a true crime podcast.
1: You're sorry, true crime. Okay, cool, cool. I you have I have your permission now. Um, no, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's
0: that's another discussion for another time. But,
1: um, dead. God, okay.
0: Okay. Um but we are getting into it. So um and also <laughs> Just to make it extra confusing, this is technically Golden Age Chapter One because that's how yes. things are divided up. So yeah, uh,
1: yeah, Sorry yeah.
0: oh, it's all good. Um, so we're trying we're also trying a slightly new um format for talking about things uh, when we're doing two chapters, so so we don't talk over each other as much. So if you notice some differences from like our last few episodes that have come out, um that's why we're just messing around figuring out what works. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, just just screwing around. Um, and also for people who don't know, yeah. So we're gonna come to a point where this stops being called the Golden Age, like in the chapters. But the Golden Age is a gigantic chunk of the fucking uh, right. series, and we'll we'll notate when it ends. But we're gonna be in the Golden Age for a while. Like this is a yeah pretty big chunk of the manga. But yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's all. With that, yeah,
0: happen. just strap in because we're we're going. Um, but. So we first opened, panel. Yeah, first panel. Um we are at a hanging tree which is super fun. Um there's a lot of crows who are having time of their life um with all these people mm, who boring. have been for god knows how long. Um but it can't have been that long because uh we get a mercenary group coming up and they find a baby on the ground and you're like, "Oh no, I bet that's guts." <laughs> um because he has a lot of hair yeah. for a baby, and it looks like guts
1: in Yeah, this baby came out with the hair gel. Probably, uh, no, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, no, he came. He came. He came looking like a main character. That's yeah. all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> you look
0: at yeah. him and you're like, that's that's yeah. a that's a big baby. um but, yeah. So God. they stop and they're like, whoa, look at that shit. Um, and they're they're planning on moving on, but this girl runs out and. Uh, grabs the baby and like starts holding him and they're kind of like oh she's been like acting kind of insane since she had a miscarriage and you you know she's holding a dead baby now Um, and they're like that's that's gross don't do that but then they realize the baby's alive and so it becomes a thing of like ah well I guess we can let her have the baby and it'll keep her occupied or whatever um right. but basically Guts just to I'm gonna try to like kind of bullet point some main points of Guts' backstory and like specific yeah. traumas and stuff. Yeah. Fair. Uh, Fair. Guts was born out of a corpse, basically. His mom was yeah. dead when he was born and he literally His mom's hanging like, from the tree. Fell on the ground. Yeah. Like he fell out of someone who was hung and that's I remember when (laughs) I was, like, first, like, doing Berserk stuff and, like, the TV show and shit, and I was just like, man, what? Okay, this is how we're going. And, like, rereading it, I'm just like, okay, this is how we're going. But Yeah, um, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, it's... We also get, um, she keeps a baby for now. And some of the people in the group are like, ah, well, maybe she shouldn't do that because it's like a bad yeah. omen to pick up a baby born out of a corpse. And I'm like, I haven't heard that one, yeah. but like that kind of <laughs> makes sense. It sounds real. It
1: sounds um, real.
0: I can see that <laughs> being yeah. an issue.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Just not even for like, you know, yeah, I don't know, that's just a bad omen, but I, I, I uh... Yeah, Shisu, by the way, yeah, her name's Shisu, Shisu, and we'll meet Gambino, too. They they both are, they've both been named, but, you know, we'll
0: talk about them more. Oh, don't yeah, we'll that. get into but, it, yeah, sorry, so, I'm kind of speeding through yeah. stuff, because there's so much that happens, my brain is skipping ahead. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot that happens. But, um, yeah, yeah Gambino is the mercenaries leader, and we will see a lot of him <laughs> coming up, but... Yes
1: a lot again, you know. My
0: first impression of him is like he's kind of like a grizzled warrior. He doesn't really care, Rude. but like he likes Shisu and that he's kind she's kind of referred to as like his woman or whatever. We don't really know exactly what her deal is necessarily. Um yeah. I feel like the impression is that she's kind of like War spoils, I guess. And he's attached to her now. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: That's kind, of, that's kind of the gist of what I'm getting. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what Same I would page. say.
0: Um, but yeah. yeah, she's, um, not doing well, which I don't blame her. I'd be traumatized if I was, like, taken along with a bunch of mercenaries and... My yeah. baby died, and you know, like then there's Fre- this then other you see baby. fresh baby, yeah, and you're like, well, oh, that's on, my baby, baby now, and you're like, okay, that's yeah. my baby now. <laughs> like, like no,
1: I, I don't see problems. <laughs> that's my baby now, yeah. Like, like I don't, I don't see, you know, I, I don't know. This is just a very like <laughs> my thing about this opener is it's so like <laughs> they just get straight to the point. It wasn't even like, oh, this is what happened to Guts's mom. It's just she's irrelevant. Here's she, she's doing you, you know she yeah. wasn't in his yeah.
0: life like at all basically at you all. know like yeah. she died before he was born so like i kind of appreciate that we didn't like waste time getting to know her in this case because so
1: we just been out with, with a dead woman yep just... yeah
0: like it would just be <laughs> like uh she died Woo. um and we've talked about that but yeah. um but yeah like it's obviously a very rough start for guts and you know people already don't trust him and he's like an hour yes. old or something you know like he's just people works expecting a baby immediately.
1: <laughs> like they're like look at this big head ass baby get his crying ass out of here he's gonna die yeah or he's gonna get us killed or something like that it's very like
0: yeah.
1: it, it's kind of like that meme where that dog has everybody like pointing their middle fingers at him except like it's guts as a baby and Shisu like <laughs> shielding him and like a bunch of like mercenaries flipping them off. It, it's it's basically yes. that, yeah, yeah. um oh God. yeah, but, so Shisu, um... Shisu's the best person in the scene besides guts. Uh, <laughs>
0: No one in this scene is good, um, as we will discover, except for those two. But Gambino is kind of like, ah, you know, just let her have the baby. I don't care if it's cursed. It's probably going to die in, like, a day anyways, so she can, like, play with it forever or whatever right now, you know? Uh, We got more important shit to do. Um, And then we get a nice transition to three years later. Um, (laughs) And we come across one of Guts's uh, first traumas that he will remember. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. baby so, guts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, we get we get a scene where he's in what appears to be a sick tent, and uh, Shisu is very sick. She has the plague, uh, unspecified plague, but plague. Yeah, it's um, mean. yeah. Yeah, and he like the nurses are trying to shoo him out, and he's kind of like ah. No, I want to be with my mom and it like cuts, it cuts to her and like her face is kind of melting off or she has sores on yeah. it that are like openly weeping. It's a little bit hard to tell, but um yeah. There's a lot happening and Gambino's not there because he's in the middle of a siege, so he's off fighting or whatever. Um, <laughs> And it kind of cracked me up because the nurses are like, "Yeah, you know, what the... kind of man is that? <laughs> fuck that guy!" And I'm like, "Yeah, fuck that guy."
1: Um, yeah, he's stabbing people, and his his woman dying. Which, yeah, uh, dickhead move. Oh, uh, fuck
0: move. you, man! Because uh, um, obviously she was really, sick before but guts was that. There. But yeah, guts is here, and yeah. they try to get him to leave, but he takes his mom's hand and holds it while she passes, which is like very sweet of him. <laughs> but it's also you know, terrible. And he's,
1: he's like trembling. The yeah, whole time. he's shaking.
0: Like, and it's like, yeah. you shouldn't have to do that shit at three years old. Your dad, quote, your father figure, should be there, mm. you know? And that's something he had to deal with basically alone, yeah. you know, uh, without any basically. other family at least. But at the same time, like, he doesn't really have family at all. So maybe, like, these yeah. nurses are like family to him in a way. Who knows? But, um, yeah, they know his
1: name. They they seem close enough, right? And yeah. like that's, and like that. Just for more context, yeah. So we saw guts as a mercenary. Like that's the first thing we knew about him, and now we know he literally grew up right like, in a mercenary camp, basically. Yeah, like,
0: so literally out of the he womb, was, he was immersed in like mercenary lifestyle, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. So like violence and all that shit was pretty much his whole yeah. <laughs> life. Yeah, and,
0: like at this point, like. You can kind of see that Guts is obviously not super hardened yet because he is fucking three years old and he still has, like, a lot of emotions that he can't hide and that he can't, like, push away or anything like that because, again, he's right. three years old. Um,
1: he doesn't even, like, know... His brain doesn't even, like, really work yet. Like, he's... Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, he's baby. Um, and that scene kind of fades to black and we are in another battle... Three years later. So, for those of you keeping track, he is six years old now. Um, yes. Yeah. I'm gonna keep saying his age because, like, I wrote it down because I was like, okay, how old is he when this happens and this happens, and you know, just trying to yeah, get my bearings yeah. on the timeline. Uh, he, I feel like uh Mira does a pretty good job of like being like, oh, this is at this time and this is at this time or whatever, and it's not right. disorienting. But I forget because. Uh, my brain, <laughs> so
1: yeah. for For me, it's easier for like rough timelines because I don't, like I get when they like make it. Oh, this character exactly that age. I, I just kind of want to know around what age they are. I don't really care right. what the exact age is. And they do a good, pretty good job throughout the Golden Age keeping up with how old Guts is because yeah. I'm still not exactly sure how old he is in the sections we already read,
2: mm-hmm. but.
1: um yeah, they do a good job in these early sections. But no, I, I wrote down his age, too. So he's six years old yeah, um, at the moment.
0: Yeah, and, and I think it's more important with the age stuff, like, at this beginning part of the Golden Age more than the rest of it. Because, like, I feel <laughs> like once you're, like, a young adult, like, especially in these kind of stories, it doesn't really matter anymore because you're just an adult or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So it's just kind of, like, it all goes from there, you know? But at this point, he's still a child and we're kind of seeing like how much trauma is like crammed back into like the first 10 years of his life so
1: um, yeah
0: yeah and I feel like that hits a little harder when you realize how close together these things are but um we are at a battle there are a lot of battle scenes coming up by the way um not just in this part but in the rest of golden age because yes it's kind of the point Mm, hell yeah Good fight. Mirror is like I love castles and horses and cannons. Ooh, how and many
1: crossbows?
0: <laughs> I love drawing millions of people marching along. And that is uh what a lot of these pages are. But um we get a shot of Gambino on the battlefield and uh Guts is there <laughs> as his yeah,
1: Guts is helping. Choir, his daddy, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, no armor
1: and... on, just vibing, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's got, he's got a belt. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah,
1: if he gets stabbed in the um, midsection, he won't get gored as badly. Yeah, it's, it's okay.
0: <laughs> God. Um, God. But, you know, Gambino's really impatient with him and is like, I need my weapon, give me this shit. And this is kind of Guts' first time seeing blood and stuff. And he gets very closely acquainted with that when uh, a guy falls on him, on him and his entrails fall out on top of him. Yeah. And you're just like, wow, oh, that's... I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. Some um, smack him
1: in the face a little bit. It's great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's he's fine. Um, but he doesn't have time to dwell on that because Gambino hits him in the face with the spear, the back end of it. Um, the butt. That's yeah. what it's called, the butt of the spear. Um and he's Yeah, he says just something where he's scold like, him, I guess. Like Yeah. Like- Getting (laughs) after him, and it's kind of every. Even some of his men are like, "Damn, dude, come on!" But he's like, Yeah, they look at him like he's a kid, bro?" Yeah, like who feeds you? Who takes care of you? You know, like typical Uh, parents. That
1: that bitch she too sure picked up a pesky little brat, which you know is the way he got it. Yeah, he's like just like okay. If you had an abusive father, real abusive father hours. Shout out, shout out to y'all. Y'all know. (laughs) Y'all know what the fuck is up. Y'all
0: know what's up. Yeah, he's a piece of um, shit. Yeah, he, he sucks. He knocked one of Guts' teeth out, <laughs> by the way. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he he just has no patience for him. And it's kind of, at this point, we realize he never treats Guts like a kid, ever. So Guts yeah. basically yeah. has no childhood, because it's kind of like, you're in battle, you're helping, um, you're an adult now, um, <laughs> at six years old. So Congratulations, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you moved up in the ranks, um, and after the battle, he's, like, training with guts and, like, trying to teach him sword stuff and not going easy on him at all. Like, definitely pushing him in the same uh, way he would push any of his men. Key
1: point, he he gave him a grown man sword, um, which... Is exactly why like it's it's start of the reason why Guts uses big ass swords, yes. right? Like he didn't give him a sword that you would give like a child you're teaching how to sword fight, right? Right. Or even like a wooden sword or anything. It's like just he probably asked one of his men for his sword and like gave it to him. Right. And he's six. He's probably about what, like, not even four feet tall. Um, with a sword that's probably just as tall as him. So yeah. just for uh just for context. Yeah, yeah,
0: just for like visual context. This is what's going on. I do I do like this a lot, like Cheval said, because like it shows that Guts like never like plateaus with a sword really. Like he just keeps going bigger and bigger and bigger until it's mm-hmm. like unrealistic for him to have a bigger sword than what he has. Um literally but like it shows him like i mean like if you're training from six years old and you can like take bigger and bigger swords why wouldn't you you know like if you can handle that in battle why wouldn't you do that so um
2: yeah
0: yeah he's he's being a real shitty dad and even his his like uh fellow like fighters are like Man, what the fuck? He's six years old, <laughs> and it's just like what. The yeah, like,
1: murderers are like, "Hey, dude, maybe, maybe stop going that far with the kid, man." Uh, and, and one of them even says, "This is this is something." I, yeah, he's like, "Why don't you use a sword more your size?"
0: <laughs> Guts is like, no! <laughs> like,
1: yeah, yeah." So, so never mind. I guess I guess Guts picked the sword, which is even funnier. Oh my, oh my god.
0: Like, I think Gambino does say, like, we don't even have, like, kids' weapons or whatever, but, like, I yeah. I like that. <laughs> he's so fucking determined, and, like, he's still <laughs> stupid and stubborn because he's a fucking kid. He's just like, no, I will use this very sharp big sword <laughs> and fucking get you. Um, but...
1: Dickhead?
0: Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh god, he's really... I love this panel of Guts, like, trying to swing the sword, and he's, like, almost falling backwards.
1: <laughs> he's a pig-headed little guy, yeah. And he's, just, um, like,
0: almost falling over.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's... It's 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 adorable if it weren't for the context of Gambino literally whooping this child's ass. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah, because they're, like, yeah, like, swords are real, so he's, like, cutting him up this whole time, right? hmm Like, he's, like, putting little, like, slices on him while they're sword fighting.
0: Yeah, and, um... You know, like, everyone's kind of cheering the kid on, which is (laughs) funny. And, you know, like, if it wasn't, like, (laughs) the situation that it is. But, um... Literally. Yeah, Guts is getting cut up really bad. But then, uh, he finds an opening and does what he was taught. And he, uh, slices Gambino's face. Which I was kind of like, ooh, damn. I didn't expect you to get that. Uh, neither did Gambino. It's an old man. But, uh, he gets pissed off even though that's literally what he was trying to get Guts to do. And he cuts Guts across his nose and that's why Guts has a nose scar. Um but ding ding ding. Yeah, and once again all his men are like, Man, why'd you do that? (laughs) He's a fucking kid. Um and they're like, You're you're fucking childish man. Like why'd you do that? You're a childish one. And He's like, oh, I guess. Um, yeah, he doesn't really seem to care that much. I think he cares more of like his men's perception of him than like guts, which is a common yeah. theme throughout this. Um, and yeah, I mean, once again, real abuse of dad hours. So
1: yeah, I mean, and you can you can kind of tell like because the way Mira is drawing it, you're trying to tell what is Gambino's like deal, right? And we'll and we'll. Like, yeah, we'll get to this pretty quickly. Um, and and the thing is, you're trying to tell, like, I mean, is he trying to just teach him how to be tougher and doing it in the shitty dad way? Right. And, like, immediately, because I wrote notes in this, like, kind of back when I started right like, reading it, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, is he just mad at him because of the Shisu thing? Like, he took away something from him or some stupid shit like right. that? Like, it was something to blame it on, even though it was three years after they picked him up. Like, it's just, right. like, so shitty dad hours like like real shitty dad hours right now it's awful
0: ultimate pinnacle of shitty dad and it's just the whole time i'm reading this i'm like he's just a baby yeah he's (laughs) he's like a little
1: little man little man um yeah, no, he's. I, I feel so bad for God. Like this, especially this very first chapter of Golden Age is just like, all right, let's yeah. go through the spark notes of this man's life, and it's all terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's, like uh, yeah.
0: nothing good happens to him, and like you kind of see like why, as an adult, he's like. Bad things follow me literally wherever I go, and I'm cursed. And like, you kind of get right. more context through that because, like, originally you're kind of like, oh, it's probably because of like whatever happened with Griffith or whatever. And yeah, like, that it's is part demons. of it. But
2: yeah, it's
0: also just because from birth he's like, oh, you're like a bad omen and you're cursing us and you're fucking shit literally. up. So, and like, that have fucking damage as a kid. I mean, I talked a little bit earlier, if we include this, um, about, like, mm. how kids are very, like, impressionable and stuff. And, like, that's, you know, like, that sticks with a kid. Like, someone older than you tells you that you're worthless, you're going to remember that. So. Yeah,
1: like, like I don't know why people act... Like, sometimes people act like that's not impactful, right? And oh, Like, it, it, I feel like that's, like, the other thing is, like, besides, you know, Gambino beating the shit out of him and, like, you mm. know, not even wanting to pick him up, he also just doesn't, like, even care for him at all right but that's yeah. all that has is that guy he's the leader he claimed me i guess he's my dad and you know it's i mean yeah. that's kind of how he learns to socialize too because he doesn't like even during this beginning part he doesn't really like talk much like Are he kind of is just very like solemn and like silent most of the time yeah. um yeah yeah
0: like, I mean, he grows up around adults. He doesn't have... There's, like, no other families or, like, other no parents kids. to base things off of, you know? So it's like, oh, well, I guess this is what having a dad is like. But, um, yeah, and it's just sad. Like, this is why we put this off so long. It gets worse. Um, But it's... No, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just... The whole thing is just sad. And I remember just being... The first time I, like experience the story. I was just like, does anything good happen? Why do y'all
1: like this? Yeah. yeah it, no,
0: it, literally, I was like, yeah. everyone hypes this arc up to the point of where they're like, don't read the prologue or whatever, and like, I'm <laughs> walking in on a getting by his way. ass whooped, you know? Like, uh,
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, anyway, it's, <laughs> it's just,
1: it's, uh, it's pretty bad. Yeah, I, <laughs> I had the same feeling. I was like, this is a tone switch and it was already dark before this.
2: So, yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll We'll, we'll get to more with it. And I have some thoughts about Gambino's parenting that I will talk about too. But, um, more thoughts. (laughs) Other than that, he sucks. But, Guts is like really feverish and lying in the tent because, you know, he got his face cut open and he's like bleeding a lot. Um, so he has like like yeah. which, understandable, you got smacked with a huge sword. But he overhears some people talking outside, and, you know, once again, adults talking about how, like, he's a bad omen and stuff, but this is... The, the first-
1: plea? Yeah. It was his fault?
0: Yeah, that's his first time <laughs> hearing, like, oh, I bet it's, like, his fault Shisu died. And, like, you just see, like, a horrified look on his face, and then he doesn't have... <laughs> He doesn't have anything to comfort him, so he grabs his sword and starts cuddling it and is just, like, in the dark holding his sword. Yeah. And I just... The scene really got to me, and, like, I am I feel kind of silly because it's so over the top, you know, and it's, like, very yeah. tragic backstory kind of shit, you know? But, like, it just really got to me. It really upset me a lot.
1: It's... And it's terrible because, like, you know, it's stuff he probably already thought of because right. he has such a small world right and uh, him gripping the sword and like laying with the sword is like another like you know so, mira the kintaro mira the, the the king of symbolism um mm-hmm. it's like you know all he has to rely on is battle and trying to get better at that yeah. because what will that bring him it'll make his his make his uh father figure happier it'll get him stuff because that's what he sees as success right. in the people around him and stuff but also <laughs> it's the only thing that Hasn't actually fucking hurt him. And if anything, it defended him today. So, right. I mean, it's... You know, maybe I'm looking too far into it, but it's it's really cool. It's a really cool oh, panel I, that he shoved in there. But yeah.
0: I agree. I think it's a good touch. And, like, I think it makes it a lot more emotional in a way, you know? Because it's it's really, like, this, the only thing I can trust is, like, a thing I can control, right? Right. And, I don't know, the panel of him... Like, it's another scene where Miura has, like, mostly a black panel and then has, like, the character in the middle that's lit or whatever. And it's mm. it's just a really good panel. It's a very sad one. Like, you can really feel a lot of the emotion coming off of it. Um, right. But- I don't know. I could talk about this sequence a lot just because I, I agree with everything you said and that's also something I wanted to talk about. But like I just right. <laughs> it's just really good and it's it's good storytelling, it's good visual. It's like, you know, like showing not telling literally what's going on.
1: Yeah. Right, exactly. And that that's that's kind of near' Neer's good at that, man. It's it's a uh, He's yeah,
0: he's very shit, good at that. And shit. I I think that's why I like his work stands so well you know like it's not like you know like you read books sometimes and they're like and then they went to this place and then they went to the it's like reading the bible you know where it's like so and so son of so and I'm like I don't care um (laughs) but like I don't know he does a good job um but we go to I'm assuming it's the next morning um it might be a day or two later but I'm going to infer it was next morning, because I don't imagine Gambino letting him, like, sit around for more than a day. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: It's got to be the next day, yeah.
0: Right. But it cuts to Guts, and he is... He went to pull water. Um, he has, like, a bucket near him, but he is also training with his sword that he brought out with him. And, you know, kind of sure. that thing Cheval talked about where, like... It's the only way he knows how to get recognition. So he's like, well, I have to get good at it. So he's practicing on his own. And he, he doesn't even... not have to sa- think
2: about shit.
0: Yeah, he says, when I'm swinging a sword, I don't have to think about anything. And there is something very relatable about doing a re- repetitive, monotonous task to avoid <laughs> your problems. Guilty
1: That's... gear. Strive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, <God>. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah
1: highly irrelatable content. My my hands also bleed when I do repetitive tasks. Yeah. Uh, Guts. I Yeah. Very relatable. Yeah.
0: But uh, Gambino comes up and he's like, where the fuck's the water? And Guts is like, oh shit. Um, but he sees him, you know, that he's been practicing and is like very gruff, but he doesn't like yell at him or anything. He throws him like a little clamshell i guess that has yeah medicine in it it's like a salve or something uh and he's what is like, up
1: with anime and manga doing that thing where like an odd object is just tossed at somebody and they say what it is and we're just like okay sure
0: i don't like, know i think it's yeah. supposed <laughs> to like seem very like casual you know like in this case i think it's like I don't want to seem like I care about this kid, but, like, I feel kind of bad for kicking his ass right, yesterday because right, right. I was being stupid. But I'm not going to admit that, so I'm just going to give him something, you know? Right, but, like, right. <laughs> you're right. I was like, what? I had the same thought. I was like, God, this happens a lot. Like, just toss something. Um, but Yamino's like, but and, like, walks off, and Guts thanks him, and... He doesn't even acknowledge it, you know, but Right. To me, this part and like, you know, Katsugut's using the medicine on himself. There's a couple of very cute panels of him too, sitting on the log again. Um, he's so small. Um but Small oh Boy. And he's like maybe it was for no other reason but to soothe his guilty conscience. But there's kinda a six year old. F- yeah, but it's kinda of like, but, you know, and to me this is kind of one of those things where like Again, uh, with abusive parents, like when they give you something and or are nice to you about one thing after like screaming at you the day before, and then they're like, "Hey, here's like, something. here's this thing. I love here's you. A thing you like? You know, some and, ice cream. Like, I am good parent, and and then you feel confused because you're like, well, they like really hurt my feelings yesterday, and possibly like physically hurt me, <laughs> but like now they're being nice to me, you know, so that must mean they're, like, a good parent or whatever,
1: so. Right.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. That, that, that that good old uh, abusive parent uh energy that Gambino brings, it's just, he he just shows time and time again that Guts can't rely on him, but you can see that Guts is still a kid, right? So he's like, you know, yeah. maybe, well, it's maybe. it's like, what
0: else is he yeah. gonna do? You know, he doesn't know anything else side of this life or outside of Gambino exactly. so like you can't even fathom like getting away from it at this point um but we do another time skip another three years I think all of these are all of these except one in the next chapter are years which I thought was interesting um so right. anyways he's nine years old We're At another siege there's another castle more people, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, um, and then, but they break into the city and like, you know, like they get the they all exploded or whatever. And Gambino's getting ready to lead his people in and guts is there this time. And he actually has armor this time, he's, which is good. Yeah. He's, he's
1: about to fight. He's got his little, uh, his little big gigantic ass sword again. It's, it's, it's bigger again. Uh, I think he just mm-hmm. keeps getting it larger every time. Right. He gets bigger.
0: Like he grows up to be so big, you know. It's kind of like, oh, that's why you have like a huge fuck off sword, you know. Like, oh, you yeah. just like kept scaling it up with your height or whatever.
1: Yeah, because why wouldn't you? Obviously, like, obviously. And I, I have the same idea. Guts. See, it's a very smart thing. But yeah, no, he's actually in the fight this time, which is, I am surprised it took that long.
0: <laughs> Honestly, yeah, like, when when I got to this, I was like, oh, nine? Like, I kind of expected, like, seven or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess he's uh, trained enough to the point where, like, they view him as, like, one of the men, you know? Like, one of the people in the mercenary group. Um, and there, you know, a couple of them are, like, giving him advice and stuff, but he, you know... He follows orders and he's ready to go into battle with all the others and yep he fights pretty hard too he's <laughs> he's going at these dudes in like full suits of armor when he's just got like a little helmet on and like a chest plate Yeah, it doesn't basically. even cover the top
1: of his head yeah like, it's it's basically like one of those like boxing like like head guards that's what it it's looks not like even Thank like yeah i couldn't like, <laughs> describe it <laughs> yeah I, he literally doesn't have a helmet on, and I, I I know why, right? I know it's probably to make him like like it's that thing that they do in manga and anime to like show like progression of like the character. So of course, his armor is going to be it's like, you know, Pokemon evolution. his his armor isn't going to be as nice or whatever. Oh, right, but it's yeah. just funny that, yeah, give him big ass man sword, but don't give him the helmet that covers the top of his head. but yeah,
0: yeah. don't <laughs> don't let him have head protection or anything. <laughs> just the it's it's a dangerous job. He'll be fine. Um,
2: yeah,
0: but he is also very fast, and it's guy. Kind of, like the first time I looked at this, I was like, "Is it the other dude? Is it Guts?" But I can't tell. I think it's both of them. It's trying to convey they're both fighting. Yeah, and Guts yeah. is like countering him each time. This is another one of those panels where Mira's like, I like lines of motion, and I'm like, I wish you liked them a little bit less because I don't know what's going on.
1: Um, Holy shit! I love when there's like 40 hands in the panel, and you're like, whose <laughs> hands are whose? Right. And yeah, yeah, because because the way it looked to me is like, yeah, like guts blocked him twice, and yeah. then the guy came in and hit him with that one shot. Yeah, That yeah. knocked his helmet off.
0: Popped him real good. He didn't. He didn't yeah. die. um, Obviously. <laughs> But, yeah. and he manages to get the guy through his throat when he, like, goes in to, like, deliver a finishing blow or whatever. Um, yeah. He doesn't have time to rest, because he almost gets the shit knocked out of him by someone else. Um
1: Yeah, flail to the fucking back, man. Yeah. Jesus and Christ.
0: I don't think he has back armor, too, so that's that shit's gotta hurt. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, there's another really big guy and you're kind of like, oh, well, Guts is very small and he is not going to be able to get back up. But Gambino saves him, which, again, another instance of I am helping you and mentoring yeah. you. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm a kid. dad. Look at me doing the bare minimum. Yeah. yeah. And that's my favorite thing about the abusive dad trope is that it it's so accurate because that is what he's doing. He's doing, like, Oh, you wouldn't expect me to do this, and it's like, no, but if you're like a good dad, yeah, I kind of would. But uh... mm-hmm. slash, slash,
0: fight finishes out, and guts made it, and he worked really hard, and so he gets in line with everybody else to get his coin because he's, you know, he's a mercenary. He did his part. Yeah, he fought as a man. And he's really proud, because he got, like, a little coin pouch. But I think because, like, Gambino's his dad or whatever, he still hand- has to hand it over to him. So he, like, brings it over to him, and Gambino is like, hmm, and, like, gives him a coin or whatever. And he's, like, keep it up, and, like, actually smiles at him. Mm-hmm. And Gus like, oh, god, uh, I will do that dad who smiled at Literally. me for the first time in my fucking life, you know?
1: <laughs> Thanks, dad. Wow, you man you thank you for congratulating on my murder. Yeah, it's it's like and that's another thing you can kind of tell how emotionally like kind of stunted guts is because he literally does not know how to react. Like
0: he doesn't know how to like, smile. He
1: how to, like he doesn't know how to smile, he doesn't know how to stand. Like like it's it's so funny because so many of the ways he interacts with like even Puck and stuff makes a little more sense mm-hmm. cuz he doesn't know like how to react, right? And he he learns more later from other people and stuff, but it's just like, a lot of it is just rooted in his childhood, which is, like, a good thing to point out, you know? It's, yeah,
0: like, it's a lot just, of it stems yeah. from this point, you know, where, like, like we said, he's not socialized, he doesn't have any other kids to play with, or like, you know, gauge his own progression on or anything. He's just kind of thrown into a very, like, brutal world. So, of course, he's gonna have a hard time smiling and be really, like, brusque and, like, tactless yeah. honestly, like he doesn't have yeah. any tact to speak of. But it's like
1: literally none.
0: But it's like he's why like would walking he... through the
1: camp, tossing his coin in the air, happy and shit. Yeah, he, yeah. he, he. You know, he's he's only a product of his environment. Is basically all I'm trying yeah. to say.
0: <laughs> Basically what happens is we get a shot of, you know, Guts is walking off, he's really happy, and then a guy comes up and talks to Gambino and his name is Donovan. And Donovan is another mercenary in the group. Um he is the first black man we have seen and the only black person we have seen so far. Um, yeah,
1: we don't see another one for like at least two or three more chapters, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, this is the it's... very first black person we see. Yeah. yeah.
0: And that's yeah. part of the reason this is very icky and bad. Um, yeah. Icky's not Breaces even the right him. word for him. It, it's disgusting. It's really bad. Um, yeah. So it cuts to, you know, Guts is in bed at night and he's terrified of. Wait, being did you alone say that he.
1: Yeah, he approached. Yeah, yeah, Donovan walked in.
0: Yeah, he right. approached Gambino and they talk and it alludes to something, but we don't know what yet. But we yeah. get an idea when he, we see Donovan's shadow outside of Guts's tent. And, like, I... God. This part's just very hard to talk about. But I'm going to condense some of it, because I don't really want to do a play-by-play of this part, honestly. Right, right. But we'll talk about some of, I guess, more of the context with it, too. So what happens is Donovan asked or you know we can kind of infer that he paid Gambino to sleep with guts for the night and guts is yeah. a very young boy still yeah there's and, a there's a
1: reveal about this later but yeah,
0: yeah 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 and and you know he guts can't do anything cuz he's 9 and the scene the chapter kind of closes off with uh, Gan- uh not Gambino Donovan pinning him down um <sighs>
1: Yeah, App so stuff. yeah, Guts was naked in his bed and tried to reach for a sword and all this stuff. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: But he can't reach it. So obviously, <laughs> the rape itself is bad, right? Like, you right. can, I think you can use rape as, like, uh, you know, like a story element, I guess, or like talk about it and show it. And this is obviously, like, not portrayed in a good light, right? Like, it's not, like, condoning rape. It's a very brutal scene. But the problem with this scene is, once again, Donovan is the first black person we have seen. And he is also drawn to be extremely muscular and honestly, like, not very attractive uh, or anything, too. Like, he, they kind of push things with it to it being almost a caricature with it. And I'll let you talk about this more, too, because you... Obviously, I'm white, but... Um,
1: yeah, yeah. No, we, we yeah, we got, we got, yeah, the next chapter and stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's just, it's just a really hard part. And this is also why we are not, um, <laughs> this is why we're not only doing one chapter today as much as I would like to not do the next chapter we, we need to because this is a horrible cliffhanger. Uh, And that's actually how the volume ends, too, which is horrible.
1: Right, right. Yeah, so the volume ends with the beginning of this rape scene, right? Which is why we wanted to do two chapters, just so we could get it out of it. Which I think is so ridiculous, right? So now we get to chapter 10, and Mm -hmm. we're still in the middle of the rape scene, right? And yeah, so at this point... Guts has no idea what's going on. The reader, like we said, we've only able to infer what happened after he walked up to Gambino. It's pretty obvious, right? So we go back to the rape scene, uh, and pretty much he tells Guts that um Gambino sold him out. But while he's telling him this, you know, Guts is fighting for his life. He's trying to get out of there. And, you know, there's there's something in here that I think Muir slipped in there because it's it's kind of <laughs> he slips his own thoughts about stuff in here. And like you said, he's not condoning anything, but one of the things he says is, you know, one of the things Donovan says is, you know, happens all the time in the armies. Right. And there's just so many like awful things in this scene where it's obvious that, yes, this was done for shock value. Yes. Like it's awful, but like he obviously is like not condoning it, but the whole thing about Donovan being the first black guy with an overly large head that, is just here, right? And he's supposed to be ugly and disgusting. He has a cross-eye. I guess that's supposed to be one of the things, right? It's just all of those things combining is just really jarring. So, you know, they have several different conversations while this is all about to happen. And, you know, he tells him that Gambino sold him and all that stuff. And then, you know, the scene ends with um, the rape. So we go to the next day. And... Um, we see Gambino walk out of the tent and we see Guts, you know, in a state of shock, pretty much still in the tent laying down. Uh, yeah. So this, this scene was incredibly jarring to me, mostly because I I knew about, I knew this scene was happening, right? Like somebody warned me very specifically about this scene years ago and I didn't really like forget about it. Right. But it was still very, like, it's still very like graphic, like, it doesn't show, like, you know, mid-rape or anything like that, right? But it shows the lead-up. It shows, mm-hmm. like, the shock afterwards. It shows, like, so many different, like, disgusting things, right? Like you said, there's no other word for it but disgusting, right? So yeah. we do get a full page of Guts, like, you know, after the fact. And it, it's it's one of those things where I feel like Mira, I don't know. Like, I feel like he knows what that state of shock is like. Because Guts looks like he's dead. and yeah yeah so you know we're 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 getting towards the end of the scene guts wakes up at some point and we see gambino uh he woke up the next day too he's shaving you know fucking around nicks his face and guts comes outside with a sword um wrapped in uh the sheets from the night before uh with his big ass sword in his hand you know all Gambino do is doing is just you know saying ah oh, go feed the chickens you fucking idiot and go go and make me breakfast, and you know all all he does is just kind of stare at him and look at him like you know what he did, and Gambino isn't even like acknowledging anything right like Gambino and that's the thing like. And this is where we get into, like, really fucked up, like, abuse, right? Yeah. Because, uh, sorry sorry to bury the lead here. Yeah, Gambino sold him out. Like, he's not, like, making this up, right? Like, Gambino straight up sold Guts to um, Donovan for the night in a very disgusting way, right? But, you know, the way that Gambino denies it, or Gambino is trying to act like he has no idea why this kid is upset. Yeah is disgusting like he even kind of looks back at him as he walks away after he's like what do you mean what are you what are you trying to talk to me about like get a move on hurry up and the whole time guts is like wait does he really not know about last night and it goes back to even you know the thing where he gave him the medicine it's like well he gave me the medicine and he gave me some of my money so why would he ever sell me out for this right and once again he's nine years old like he's nine years old he doesn't even know, for all intents and purposes, he doesn't even really know what just happened to him, right? It's it's just so many things crammed into the end of a chapter and then the beginning of a chapter, yeah. right? And well, and by the weird. way, that, we're, we're almost halfway through this chapter, by the way. Halfway through the the second, this chapter. And this is the beginning of a different volume. We're on volume, I think, three now? Um, uh, no, we're on volume four. Yeah, volume I was like,
0: four, this is four, I think.
1: Of the Dark Horse uh, series. But yeah, um, this part really fucked me up because I was half expecting him to just go, yeah, so what about it? And then, you know, guts try to kill him or something like that on the spot. But Mm -hmm. the fact that he is, hes a grown man. He knows damn well with this kid who is usually never naked, came outside, bruised and beaten and was like looking at him like he wanted to murder him. He knew what he was mad about. Mm
2: -hmm. But
1: he's a child, so he knew he could manipulate him. And... You know, it it, it kind of leaves, and you know, I feel like the thing is like in my in my in my personal like head, right? Because I'm a weirdo, I feel like Mira was kind of trying to lead the reader down that same path that Guts was, right? It's like, will Brian. this guy do something good? Is he actually like looking out for him? Like, and I feel like we get that confirmation of like, no, he is not looking out for him in the slightest, not even in the littlest bit, right? I,
0: I will say, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, just real quick.
1: I uh, was just going to gut smash the bear. Yeah, guts. yeah, guts it's like <laughs> I, I
0: hate this shit. Um and who can blame him? But I will say when I watched the anime, um I'm pretty sure this was in the anime. I maybe I read this. I can't remember the first time I experienced this scene. I I like knew what happened obviously, but I even had a brief moment myself where I was like Oh, did he not? You know, like it's just like yes, completely. He did to gaslights like you as a reader and guts, and I don't use that word lightly. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it's way overused, but that's literally what he's doing. You know, he's like, "This is a normal morning. Nothing happened. Why are you mad? Go put some pants on." You know,
1: literally, he. he it's it's like almost like he starts like, and that's the thing. You start as the reader, and I feel like this is really smart on Mira's part. Is that he didn't do something that like a lot of a lot of manga would have done, where there was an explicit like panel where they like exchanged hands with money yes. or something like that, right? Because leaving the specific part out where Gambino's like yeah sure is powerful because it it really does kind of leave the reader thinking did he do that like right. and, and it's fucked up right because guts is having the exact same thought right okay. and at this point like it's it's good to know that guts really doesn't know like he i i don't think yeah, he, he like, knows the right answer he doesn't he doesn't believe either way so yeah it's it's awful and you know
2: well,
1: once again oh yeah i don't know no, sorry just just once again just a very like i just want to throw this out here again Whoever the fuck decided to split this up, uh, including yeah. if it was Kentaro Kint- Mira, who had to split this up in between two chapters, N- no, no, that's all I'm going to say, no. no. Do not ever, and if anybody's thinking of doing something like that, do not ever do that. That is um, awful, and a good way to get somebody to stop reading your manga if you are reading it week by week. <laughs> so, yeah, honestly.
0: Um,
1: holy shit. Uh, I, yeah.
0: I do yeah. know that the scene was like... A lot of people's wall with this series, like, when I have seen it talk, the rare times I have seen it talked about, they're kind of like, I don't know if I could, like, keep reading this after this part, but I heard yeah. what happens later on, so I powered through it, That like, if you're reading it without any context, without knowing what goes on, without any other clues you know like I completely understand being like I don't want to read this anymore there's you yeah, know this was yeah. a very racist traumatic scene and I don't want to continue yeah. yeah like you you're shaken as a reader after this and there's a lot of stuff coming up where like I feel like I feel like one thing Mira does very well is that he conveys emotion very well and that you as a reader absorb that very easily a lot of the time and so, like, when you have something like this, you really feel for Guts and you feel confused yeah. with him and you feel betrayed with him and you're traumatized after it. And it's just a really hard... <laughs> it's a really hard scene. And, like, I i am... I, I do think it was in the anime because I think I told Zach I was like, I can't watch anymore right now. I need to, like, yeah. go to sleep because I can't deal with this right now. Yeah.
1: No, and, and that's my thing about... My bigger thing about like rape scenes and stuff like this or like a- assault scenes or like just stuff that's very jarring like this is like I never blame somebody for dropping something for that or for you know not right. wanting to pick something up for that right but I I also want people to understand that like when storytelling has mm-hmm. it in there like <laughs> it-, it just because like it's not always used well right and it's not always done well And I feel like some people think that just because something traumatic happens in a thing, it like elevates it to a level or it like makes it, you know, oh, this is like dark subject matter because people like to go for like dark stuff. Right. And I want to I want to kind of pinpoint what Mira did here, because it is like obviously like I feel like the way he did it in a lot of ways was unnecessary. The racism kind of the graphic depiction of what's going on too. Mm. But I don't I don't know it's there's a part of me that doesn't feel like it's just total sensationalization sensationalism right? or whatever because I have seen that in manga and anime where there's literally like yeah. just rape scene after rape scene and then people talk about it online like that's like oh but it's like good and it's like no that's not.
0: Fine. It doesn't make something (laughs) storytelling device
1: that doesn't make it good. And like and that's an important thing that I want people to know about Berserk is like I met some people who tried to act like this is a good part of it. And like I don't think that this is what makes this good. Like this isn't like if somebody told me, oh Berserk without the rape, I'm like, oh that sounds great. Like it doesn't change what makes it so strong, like right. Mm -hmm. But what makes it good is the the emotional reading in these situations, not so much what causes it. And we've already seen that with, you know, um Teresa's dad dying and stuff. Like there's so many other better ways to do this. And he did this well. It's just like it's just so like ugly and on top of a racist. It's just you know, uh, like,
0: yeah like I think I think to me, I think the scene would have still been bad if it wasn't like a black character raping him and it wasn't oh, yeah, like relying yeah. on like harmful stereotypes and things. But yes. Which is all it is, you know. Um, and yes. I feel like that's part of the reason why he, you know, like he was trying to be a little bit offensive with this, obviously. Maybe a lot of bit offensive. Yes. He wanted to shock you. But I do feel like
1: I mean, what was the trope what was the trope back in the nineties, you know? Oh, you're gonna go to prison, yeah. you're raped by a big black dude or right. some shit like yeah. that. Like people know these tropes. Yeah, like, like it's nasty.
0: He's not Because it's racist, you know, like it's but I can't remember yeah. if we included the part where we talked about um, Nazi imagery and stuff in anime, but there's a lot of like harmful tropes in anime, yeah. and there's a lot of th- things that come through that are not <laughs> good things, you know? And it's important to point yes. those things out. I do think yeah. that if it had not been a black character, it would have still been a really hard scene, but it wouldn't have had that yes. kind of... Like, lemon juice in your wound kind of thing, you know? Like, yeah, it it, it was kind of insult to injury. Cause,
1: especially because we do get a prominent dark-skinned character later, and yeah. she's not drawn like this at all.
2: Right.
1: And I feel like that's another thing where it is, like, and that's the thing, like, we do get up-close pictures of other people's, like, faces, right? Mm. And a lot of these people do have a lot of Eurocentric white features. Mm. And... So, like, yes, like, I I don't like when people see stuff like this and like, oh, it's coincidental. Once again, this is like the first black person we've seen on panel at all. And they were prominent and the first thing they did was rape somebody. So I, I don't know. And and we see in just a second, it was literally, he is a plot device. He is nothing more than a plot device, right?
2: Yeah.
1: And yeah, yeah, just, just really... Mm. Just really, like, you know, like, once again, we can like the series, but this kind of stuff, it's like, man, you, you, you almost yeah, had it. Yeah,
0: like, you can't excuse it. And, like, I think, I think there are other ways to do rape scenes where it is still impactful, but it's not, and, like, you know, you can still have the reader feeling, like, traumatized and violated and like the way that you intend and not just because they like, you had them read a rape scene or whatever, but like, right, I, right, you know, I, I think, I don't think we should shy away from talking about dark topics like this, but I do think that like,
2: yeah,
0: I think that the end of it, I have cements it as not entirely shock value for me because I feel like the scene with Gambino and the scene where he's like, you know, just in complete shock himself. Yes. In the bed, like, I feel like those add the emotional impact to it. Because, like, when you're first reading it or watching it and you see it, you're like, oh, this is bad and I'm very uncomfortable. But then you see, and you can almost write it off as just, like, a bad plot moment, you know? But then you see how it impacts him and that gives you, like, the emotional attachment to it. And so, like, I think in that sense, it's a good scene because it shows why you know guts has problem with touch and why he has a hard time like accepting that kind of thing and i think that's really important to show but i also think that the scene could have been done a lot better and that um i think i i do think this is one of the things where he was kind of trying to make up for it <laughs> later on but i yeah yeah yeah
1: he yeah, he, he
0: tries to. <laughs> I don't know if he succeeds because I haven't gotten there, but, like, you know, it's it's a lot, and it's really painful um, for a lot of reasons, but I don't think it needed to be as excruciating as it was <laughs> the right, way he did right. it. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, you know, and that's just to go show, like, art stuff, right? It's, it's, all, um, it's all subjective and all that stuff, but at the same time, there's some stuff where I personally can't be, quote-unquote, objective about it. It's and, and you know that's that's what I think is funny when people talk about stuff like this is like you can't talk about rape stuff and be objective. No. I feel like that's like a really funny thing that people try to pretend yeah. to be about. Um, but yeah, yeah. So we we get back to in that and I, just before we move on, just like you said, I feel like what's more effective isn't the actual sequence; it's right. the implication and the aftermath and. Once again, the whole first chapter was just escalating, showing us Gambino treating him like shit. Like, that yeah. was the escalation, and that was, like, the climax of that escalation. Right. So, I think that's a good
0: point. I, yeah. I hadn't thought about that, but you're right. Like, to me, it just kind yeah. of, like, constantly is escalating, so I wasn't thinking about that. But yeah, that is right. kind of, like, the climax of that, uh, you know, <laughs> escalation. But um, yeah, I yeah. I I do think you could have ended that scene... Uh, with the shadow at the tent, and then cut to guts. You know.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, on the mattress, I think it would have been honestly just as impactful. Um, you could have maybe included yeah. like a couple of panels, but I don't think the whole thing needed to be there. Yeah. So
1: it's it's still that Mira edgy thing, I think. Yeah, I think it it's definitely is. The, I need to be gritty and realistic. Right. Type of Thing, and it's mm-hmm. like for you. Yeah, that's for you. Because I'm even, like, like, scrolling through the panels again and it's, like, ugh. It's hard to look at.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's hard, like, in a sense of, like, (laughs) <laughs> like you wanting to be like, I I feel like you're better than this, you know, like I've seen your mm. prologue <laughs> and stuff you had in right. there and that was hard. There's other
1: ways to showcase this. You and had that was a hard lot enough. Of good
0: ways. <laughs> right. And so you're like, <laughs> you know how to do these things. Why did you choose to do it in this instance with this character? You know, like that's kind of how I exactly. feel about it. And uh, yeah, out oof edge. Um and this is if you are skipping ahead, we are and off the right yeah. scene here and moving yeah, on yeah.
1: yeah yeah if you're close, skipping ahead we're done with that part um so uh we skip to what i assume is later on in the day um it doesn't really seem to be too much later um the mercenaries are back on the road they're um getting sponsored to go hit this other group so they're getting ready to go battle uh cute little guts is on his horse that is way too fucking big for him uh, <laughs> with his big ass sword, <laughs> and he sees Gambino, he sees uh, Donovan, Donovan gives him a nasty smirk, and, you know, all he can do is look away. So, then we see they go off, the battle starts, lots of killing, lots of murdering, uh, Guts is, you know, I mean, it doesn't seem like that like kill from the last chapter was his first one, because he immediately throats a dude, like, <laughs> like, right after the battle starts. Um we also see Donovan wrecking some guys uh, while he's, you know, chasing everybody off and everything. He he Just to kind of show his brutality, I think, even though, you know, no. I mean, there's nothing else more Don't brutal than a rapist. Uh, yeah, uh, he shows him, like, knock this guy's fucking eyes out of the socket after he yeah. chases him down, even though the guy was running away.
0: It does look but, cool, admittedly, but...
1: <laughs> yes, the eyes flying out of the socket looks fucking sick. It's like, yeah, it's like he hit him with the axe so hard that the cutting part didn't even matter. His eyes just like popped, like popped out, out of out. his head so so um, but as he's doing this, he's you know grinning in satisfaction. he gets shot with a crossbow from the back and he turns around and look who it is. It's guts on his horse okay. with murder in his eyes. He is yeah. determined and he shoots him a couple more times until he falls off his horse and Shoot one more time. Yeah, on. shoots him into the ma- in the mouth. Which yeah. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't know if this is Mira's thing because I've seen this multiple times <laughs> yeah. in this manga since I've started reading. Like even where I've gotten to now, like where I'm reading, uh, he, he, something about people getting shot and stabbed in the mouth is like Mira loves that shit. Yeah, he's
0: and like, it's gory enough,
1: but it, it's <laughs> he's like, man, you know, what really suck a sword in the throat. Yeah, so um. He gets shot in the mouth by Guts, falls to the ground. Guts, ex- Guts gets off his horse, walks up to him, holds a sword right over his head, and he's like, you gonna say it again? Like, say say who sold me out. And he asks him, like, to say who sold him out, which, um... Guts, you just <laughs> shot an arrow into his throat. I don't think he can fucking talk. So, if you wanted answers, you should have thought about that before. I, uh, I don't uh, think
0: he really wanted <laughs> him to talk. I think he just, like... You know, this is his closure, and he's like, I don't care if you say yes. anything, I know what I believe, and you're gonna die. Um.
1: Yeah, very, very um, girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah, he just, he he very Gosh. much, like, runs, yeah, he runs up on him, shoves the sword to his throat, as he's, like, gagging on his own blood, we get a good blood spurt, after he pulls the sword out, yeah. and, and then Guts goes back to battle, he looks down make sure he's dead, make sure he's dead, and then rides back off, right? So, and, and I think it's funny, because I think the only reason he was even able to do that is because, I mean, obviously he was following Donovan and was probably going to try to get a pot shot on him anyway. Mm. But Donovan ran off to go kill a guy who was probably fucking retreating in the first place. Mm. But... <laughs> which, yeah, I think it's like a... I think that's a Mir's version of karma. Yeah. But... Yeah, so, so yeah, I, I think, and, you know, I... I I love when artists do this or writers do this because it's kind of supposed to be like a, see, the rapist got theirs moment, right? Yeah. But it's, I I feel like it doesn't address that, like, when you talk about those kinds of things, and I know that we already ended the uh, discussion. I'm sorry for anybody else. We'll put another trigger warning. But I, I feel like, you know, you need to, like, understand that it's not, like, that's not closure for a lot of people like that's not and, and, but I feel like also now that I'm saying thinking about it, it it's closer for guts What because like, what else does he fucking know but murder at this he's point he's not going to so.
0: go to therapy like it's yeah right.
1: he, he he knows murder and murder only so yeah it's uh it, it's yeah it, it's an interesting scene but also like yeah he got he got that fucker out of here uh, fastest speed run for a berserk character um
0: yeah I think. he's I hearing gone <laughs> in like the span of a chapter basically yeah, yeah, at the like, end, and he's gone before this one is even done.
1: Yeah, yeah, and just did horrible things the whole time. Right, um, and
0: that's also yeah. not great with that being a black character. The only black character yep. we have seen so yep. far. Uh, just there's
1: black or whatever the fuck they are going <sighs> to say she is. It's just
0: whatever. like an onion. There's so many layers to terrible, <laughs> <laughs> and you just you peel one back, and you're like, oh, there's another one. Fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, it's God, just... damn. He, handled incredibly poorly and like i do not blame guts for killing him no i i do not blame anyone no, yeah. who wants to kill their abuser or their rapist no. i think that is uh valid honestly like i think yeah, what you the f- am i
1: gonna tell you about that <laughs> fuck <Right>. my opinion
0: <laughs> um exactly but like i don't know i almost feel like it's meant to not feel satisfactory because like you still technically don't know if Gambino did it or not, or if, you know, Donovan's lying still. So, like, like you said, it is empty when, like, creators do this, but I do feel like it's, like, especially empty with this one. Like, yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, and also, like, there's no, there's no, like, real build-up to it afterwards or anything. It was just kind of like, we are at this battle scene now, immediately after the scene that... We just finished, and Guts kills him, and it's like, oh, I mean, good, but like, Like, also, yeah,
1: yeah. It's 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 literally like it's kind of just it's kind of just put out there, right? And and that's my thing is that him getting murdered, and that's the thing. I I feel like Mira doesn't understand that without this murder scene, like uh, that doesn't change the impact of what happened to me. If that makes sense, right? Like it does to me personally, it doesn't like change. Like, oh, okay, well, he killed the guy. That's that's fine. Uh, but it is good character development, only in the fact that I do feel like this is the only way Guts would handle it, like, especially as a kid. Like, he's not gonna yeah. get his father figure. His father figure lied to him, and he doesn't know if he did it, and he's still trying to figure that out. He doesn't have a mother figure. He doesn't have friends. He doesn't have other kids to go to. So, mm-hmm. like, Ooh. <laughs> Never seen him indeed, with like the... a
0: confidant or anything, you know. Like he doesn't yeah. have anyone, so what is he gonna do? He's gonna kill the guy,
1: and yeah, like that
0: makes yeah. sense. But it it really is just like <laughs> trying to put a bandaid on someone after you pop their eyeballs out or something, you know. It's literally, like, it's literally, do anything. It's just kind of like ah, here you go, and it's like great, you still like traumatize You still here put you me through that. God, this is, like, really one of the things where I don't fuck with Miura on this stuff. And, like, he's just, especially, like, with all this stuff, there's a lot of undercurrents of really bigoted shit, and I think some of that, he does learn not to do that and learns why it's bad, you know? But, like, at this point in time, he meant this sincerely, and I hated it. (laughs) I fucking hated every second of it and that's all I'm gonna say about it for now but like yeah I just I hated this chapter I'm really glad we're past that almost not quite (laughs) but
1: there's another big section big big Plot point that happens that I don't know exactly what happens that we're going to come up on later. But y'all, y'all, we'll get to that when we get at it.
0: We'll trigger warning appropriately. But anyways, continuing onwards.
1: (laughs) Right, right, continuing onwards. Um, A little bit more battle left here. Uh, Guts goes back. And um, sadly, uh, Gambino is crushed and he loses a leg. So oh, no. Yeah, sadly was sarcastic, by the way. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, so, I know, I know. <laughs> so yeah, so we flash forward to later on that day again. And it turns out that yeah, they were able to save him. He didn't die, but he lost his leg, and they're like, he'll never be able to fight again. Um debatable. Uh <laughs> but yeah, so even there, you know, Guts is the only person left in his tent after everybody left after everybody mm-hmm. leaves and he's like looking over him. He's kind of like, hey, fuck you. You always kind of look down on me. You've always, like, were really selfish and cold to me. But you always smile down on me like you were better than me and everybody else. And he doesn't really My favorite thing about this is it looks like he's leading up to something else. He doesn't say anything good about him. because, (laughs) like, (laughs) Because all he says is that. And then uh, Gambino, who we can only assume is, like, sleeping right now because he's on drugs or something. Or he's passed out. starts saying you know don't die on me shisu i'm on my way back right um about shisu who died last chapter uh guts is uh father i'm a mother figure Uh, so you know oh yeah so uh uh six i think it was six years ago ago, yeah 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 so i guess six years ago he still has regrets about um not being there when she died, which, you know, uh, I don't feel bad for him once again. So, yeah. And it, has not, it doesn't have anything to do with the gut stuff either. It's just like the fact that he never really cared for her. We kind of saw that in the beginning and him letting... It's that, once again, it's that I'm a dad who does the bare minimum, but I'm not a shitty person sometimes thing. It's like, well, I let her have the baby, so I love her, right? And it's like, no, dude, you're still right. a shitty person. Um, but yeah, so Guts sees that and he's like... Wow, that doesn't sound like you at all. Because that's literally the first time he's probably ever heard him say anything positive about Shisu ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go two years later. So now Guts is eleven. He's 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 growing up so fast.
0: Uh, you want to say quite real quick. literally. There's also the parallel of him holding uh, yeah. Gambino's hand, like he held Shisu's hand and stuff. So
1: yes, good catch.
0: Sorry, I just want to toss catch. that it's in there like... real quick. <laughs>
1: No, yeah. No, no. no. Good, good point. And also, like, just the impact of, like, once again, just Guts losing things. Um, Gambino's not dead, but, like, his father figure was injured and hurt in battle, which yeah. is, to him, still a, a life-crushing thing. So, you know, just another thing. Um, I, I like this next page, because Guts is fighting the guy from the cover of uh, Demon Souls again, but <laughs> uh, he he's very over-detailed, the guy he's fighting. Like, (laughs) A lot of armor detail, Mira put into this one guy um, for several panels too um, before guts offs him. But yeah, no, uh, I think once again this was just Mira slipping a fight scene in because he was like, slap, in the scene, even though somebody lost their leg Uh,
0: (laughs) to entertain people and distract them from what I just put them through.
1: (laughs) Um. Right? Exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah, guts. Guts gets his murder off, and heads back to camp. That later on that day, because this is another battle, you know. And we see Gambino. He still is not fighting. He has a crutch next to him. Got his bat. His, his jewel drink with him. Uh, and he is chilling with his dog. He has a dog now. The only redeemable quality about a person like this. Um, and. You know, Guts is very excited. He comes up on him like, hey, look, I killed my, I killed the enemy general. I won the reward for it. Um, you'll get plenty of wine and women for this. Like, he's literally just only trying to please this man, right? Yeah. And, you know, Gambino's like, what about meat? And he's like, what are you talking about? And then Gambino smacks the shit out of him with his crutch um, and is like, go get me my fucking food, right? And isn't well, pu- praise right? him. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. Food for the dog. Yeah, for the dog. So he literally can't. Care- so the implication here is he cares more about the dog mm-hmm. than he does guts. Yeah. Um, He literally didn't praise him at all for doing something that he trained him his whole life to do. And obviously, from what we're supposed to see from this, he is jealous because, you know, he's still out there fighting. And, you know, I didn't think about this, but there's some weird implications here. Um... Especially with it being that all Gambino did was lose, a, like, like he lost a leg, right? And he kind of just turns into shithead McGee even more so. And I think it just, I think it just goes in the to show, like, you know, he's one of those people that was looking for an excuse to just be even worse, right? Because now he's not even being fake nice to Guts; he's just beating the shit out of him and then telling him to go feed his dog that he also kicks. So, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, good, good shit here.
0: Yeah, Yeah, God, um, fucking Gambino man I just like I don't know it reminds me a lot of like like you said like those old men who like you know they can't do what they used to and they just use it as an excuse to be mean because they're like in my prime I could have done this ten times over and you're just a shithead or whatever and it's like okay grandpa time to go to the retirement home (laughs) uh no um
1: and it's he's just, acting like such a dick.
0: Like, Yeah, he... Like, obviously he's taking out all his anger on Guts, which he always has done, so it's not, like, surprising in any way. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, no.
0: But you can also kind of see his men turning on him, because they're kind of like, oh, he's, like, even worse now. And they're like, yeah, we- oh, he's all up on his hill and shit. <laughs> doing yeah, bullshit. Yeah, look at him on
1: his hill, drinking, look like an asshole, and then he's like, I'll fucking stab you if you come over here. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, come over here.
1: <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, he literally is like, come over here and I'll fucking stab you. Walks off with his little shitty dog that, you know... sad. Sadly, the dog doesn't know better, because it's a dog. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, it should have run away a long time ago. Uh, but, yeah, we go back to Guts. He is fucking pissed. He... So mad that he did something so good for this man, and he, all he could do was just tell him, "Feed my dog, fuck you." So he throws the money. He starts, you know, smacking everything in the everything in the room in the camp, ah, everything in the tent that he's in with his sword. Eventually, like s- sticking it in the support beam yeah. <laughs> for the for the tent, uh
0: which he's already cut. smart move.
1: <laughs> yeah, he already cut it up, and then he just you know almost said, "Maybe just let's just collapse this whole tent." Almost. Uh, and then, what do you know, uh, we flash to a night. Let's just say it's a night this year when he's 11, right? We don't know if it's the same night or the next night. And Guts is up. He has a bed now. He's not sleeping on the floor anymore. Sleep on some crates with a pillow. It's raining. It's nighttime. Uh, and he's already having, you know, a lot of trouble sleeping, you know, because nighttime already doesn't really work for him. Is kind of what I got out of the scene and he's also thinking about you know why gambino is so shitty to him now and you know he's like well fuck it i should just go back to sleep anyway so i can earn some more money tomorrow and kill some more guys but as he's doing this um another shadowy figure walks into his room and it's fucking gambino with a sword in his hand
0: and for a second you're like oh god like is this about again. to happen yeah. over again you know like yeah. not sure what's gonna happen and you're just like oh fucking god please don't um
1: yeah. I, I legitimately thought something was gonna happen again and i was like about to about no. to click out of the page i was like are you yeah. fucking kidding me but yeah it's it's gambino looking like in act- actually looking like a character we see later that is a devil, Nosferatu's odd. Um, he looks very oh. devilish, and his, doesn't have any pupils in his eyes. He's, like, on a rampage, right? So, mm. Guts, once again, just minding his own fucking business in his bed, is taken off guard, and Gambino swinging at him, trying to get him, trying to catch him. And all he can do is go, Gambino, what the fuck are you doing? What's going on? And, you know, now I'm going to say some of this verbatim, because... <laughs> Gambino pretty much confirms everything we were saying about him earlier, right? So he's like, things are all like this because I let you stay here. I figured you just die. But, you know, you killed Sisu and she died because she picked you up. I lost a leg because you came here. Um, what the fuck do you have against me? He starts, like, crying, basically. Like, So we, we've come to the point where it's obvious that Gambino has blamed all of the things he has quote-unquote wrong with his life on a child. Right on a child who already started life at negative five, falling out of his dead mother's corpse.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. Like, why are you blaming this uh, kid? He didn't do shit. Fuck all.
1: Literally did nothing, right? So he's chasing him around the room, pointing a sword at him, saying all of this stuff. He's like, you're like, a devil's child. Yeah. You're a cursed kid. You're bad luck. You should have died underneath your mom- mother's corpse. Um, Which we don't even know if Guts even knows anything about that, right? Because we even get a face from him before. Because we even get a face from him afterwards because the thing is that he has his father figure telling him, you "You should have died. Like, you should have been dead. And once again, something he's probably already thought, sadly, even though he's 11 years old. And, you know, we get another great panel from Mira of you should have died with a panel of, you know, Guts gripping the tent on the edge of the tent trying to get away from Gambino. And... You know, it's <laughs> real edgelord shit, but at the same time, it's already been, like, discussed that this is Guts' personality, right? It's just, like, once again, everybody who tries to help him hurts him somehow, besides Chisu, right? Chisoo's the only, probably the only person who didn't do anything to him. But, uh... Yeah, so... Once again, they start fighting... Uh, Guts doesn't really know what to do. And then Gambino finally makes the big reveal and says, yeah, I'm the one who Donovan bought you from. So he's like, for three silver coins. And we also get the note that that battle was actually Guts' very first battle. So, yeah. So um, Guts knows now. And we get a great panel of him learning this while he's gripping his sword that he found on the ground. So he now has his sword. And all he can say is why, right? And of course, we go back to blaming a child. And Gambino says, "Why? Because I was sick of you. That's why you killed Chisu, and then you followed me around like some lonely puppy. Mm. Ironically, he got another dog. Uh, and I think that this is when we see like guts really like break. Right? He starts like shaking. He's already been." like suspicious of this and like we said he did not like he didn't have an answer for this he didn't know he probably had kind of defaulted to like probably not at this point and kind of shoved it in the back of his head uh as far as who was responsible for it but now he has like actual confirmation right and last panel is him picking up a sword and stabbing Gambino through the throat his favorite place to stab people and Gambino barely missing guts with his sword.
0: Christ, yeah. So there's yeah. a lot, obviously.
1: Yeah, that's the, that is the end of chapter ten. And no, we are not even done yet with this scene.
0: We are not. See, we we didn't leave you on the bad cliffhanger. We left you on a kind of medium one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, an
1: okay cliffhanger.
0: So I think this is probably because, like, since it was serialized and, like, a weekly thing at first, it was like, oh, we gotta keep people coming back or whatever, but I'm just like, I, I will kill you, stop doing this. this no, 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 no.
1: Do not, stop ending, stop ending chapters mid-assault. I would appreciate.
0: I would love that. I would
1: love that. Assault of all kinds. Just stop it. this yeah. Ending that, stop ending the chapter with that and we'll be okay. Uh <laughs> That's that's my only thing about these couple chapters, right? And 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 we and we, you know, y'all, for everybody has been listening up until this point, we have been talking about getting to the golden age since we started uh, the podcast and before we started the podcast. And once again, like Cal said, I'm so glad we got past that part. But Christ, <laughs> it it is it is such a crime. I still think to start Berserk from that point and not be able to make the connections that we kind of did. Throughout this episode, because the rape scene would have been just pointless to me personally, if uh, I did not know anything about Guts at that point. Like, I didn't know that he didn't like to be touched because that's something that we have seen already multiple times leading up to this point. And it's just something that we got confirmed and it wasn't like, you know. It wasn't put there for no reason, right? And it's good to see stuff set up like that. And that's kind of what I got going over it again, right? Like, I, I pointed stuff that's out and was sure. like, ah, yeah. Mm-mm.
0: Like, oh, it all intertwines or whatever. But okay. I also think, like, I think you would obviously, like, care about Guts still, because he's a kid. he's a child. And, you know, like, you would still develop an attachment watching him go through his life. But I feel like seeing him as an adult and seeing where he is at, like, at that point, and then coming back to this and, like, seeing where it all, like, originated, like, I feel like that's a lot more impactful than just starting at this and, like, starting with him being, like, a fetus on the ground because you don't know what he's going to do. You don't have any hints of, like, Griffith. You don't know that he's going to, like, be on this, like, quest for revenge, like, the rest of his life after a certain right. point, you know? Like, you don't know any right. of that. And unless you, like, have, like, heard people talk about it or whatever. But I right. also like, just the think, notes. like... <laughs> Exactly, but, like, I think for, like... As much as I, like, <laughs> clowned on certain aspects of, like, the prologue part, like, I do think it is still very important to read. Because I think especially yes. near the end, we get a lot of development for Guts. And, like, you kind of go from being like, That's oh, fucking dickwad, and then you kind of go to like, oh, shit, oh, fuck, okay. Uh, you know, like, you you feel his pain, and so it makes the pain you feel throughout all this, throughout, you know, him, him being sexually assaulted, and him being, like... Yeah. You know all these all these things. Um, like, eh, it makes it hit a lot harder. You know.
1: Yeah. You get the context. And not it's, that it wouldn't yeah. hit
0: hard to begin with, because I think anyone reading this scene with or without context, I don't. It's a bad scene. It sucks.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: We we yeah. establish this. despite, like, what it gives you at the end, like, the execution of it is bad. Um, so, it's just... Yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like that's my, that's my main thing about it, right, is the execution is poor in some places. And (laughs) I I feel like the the bad thing about criticizing things like this is that I I don't think that people sometimes understand that, like, that doesn't mean it's bad, right? That doesn't mean, like, the art of work itself is bad. Like, I'm sorry I like a lot of things but I'm damn I'm very well aware that a lot of things I enjoy have sometimes bad writing or purposefully bad or like I am aware it is all bad writing like I watch things with bad writing (laughs) right but it doesn't take away like the artistic quality of it and I feel like it's good to point out that yeah young artists make mistakes like this like hinging an entire uh, character uh, attribute on you know a scene that they may have just thought was edgy, right? And I, I don't, and I'm not going to speak to Mira's like thought process, right? I don't know what the fuck exactly he was thinking when he, you know, created this section. But yeah, it's just it's just a uh, it's fun to see like that kind of stuff. But it's also just good to note that like I still like this manga. Like I I still want to keep reading after this, right? Surprisingly, I still want to keep reading. Hello. And like I have my own history with this stuff. A lot of other people have history with this stuff, right? Like like as far right. as assault and. You know, abuse parental abuse like and i feel like that's another thing is like it's not created in a vacuum like mirror is still another person with his own thoughts and with his own feelings so of course this is pulling from somewhere else right and we can't always just we can hate on the execution and stuff like that and still be aware that like yes this can be based on somebody's experiences but you know we can still pick it apart in some places like for instance Big black man uh, sexually assaulting somebody is not exactly a good, uh, not a good look. yeah, not yeah. not not a great look for your for your franchise, yeah. yeah.
0: And like, I think that's part of the reason it gets buried, you know, because Berserk did get so big, you know, and like people want to enjoy a thing, but at the same time they don't want to admit that thing's fault because then they don't feel like they can like it anymore, you know. I. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really common right now. I, I was—I've actually been talking to Sasha a lot about um, something similar. Um, have you? This is slightly off-topic, but have you boyfriend seen boyfriend dungeon? Pe- no, uh, mindless self indulgence.
1: <laughs> mindless self indulgence. No, I have not heard of that. No.
0: Oh, no. so mindless self indulgence is a band. Um, the oh. frontman Jimmy Urine. He. Um, there's a case against him going on right now, um, accusing oh, him I did of hear about that. being yeah. with a minor, a 15-year-old when he was, like, 20-something, yes. and also, uh, possibly, you know, raping her and other women and girls having similar stories. Um, and it, the basis of mindless self-indulgence is Lindsay, who is Gerard Way's wife. um, and you uh, know how much I care about my chemical romance. Um, but it's something that they're not really addressing for the most part. And, like, I don't think they need to, like, lay out all their dirty laundry or, everything or anything. Or right. even, like...
1: Oh, she's a bassist in the band. She's oh. the bassist
0: for the band, yeah. yeah. And I just... Um, and she's defended him, is the thing. Uh, yeah. She's defended Jimmy. And that's the bad part, but, like, a lot of people are, like, you know, rightfully kind of questioning Gerard in some ways about, like, are you gonna, like, talk about this at all, or are you gonna still be friends with him, because, like, I'm not comfortable, like, listening to MCR anymore because of this right now, you know, which I feel like is a valid feeling, but there's also a lot, I think the way the conversation has kind of evolved is like either if you like MCR now you're condoning Gerard way, who is condoning Jimmy. So it's bad.
1: Yeah. And, which,
0: hmm. and hmm. like, I, I've had a long conversation because like I, at the moment, like don't really feel comfortable, like publicly declaring like my attachment to MCR. And, like, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily want to put them on, like, playlists I share anymore right now or anything like that. Like, it might still be something I consume in private because it's something that impacted me a lot, and I can't change that. But, like, it's something... I don't know. It's, like... I'm not going to be like, oh, I never liked them. I always hated them. I always thought Gerard Way was trash and like Ray Toro's trash and blah, 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 blah. And like, I I can't say that because I didn't. I really looked up to Gerard Way. I think he's done a lot of really amazing things and like he's created a lot of work, but that's really incredible. But uh, even beyond MCR, you know, but like, it's not, it's not for me to like, I guess, kind of, like the way I kind of think of it is like if the victim of Jimmy like saw me like listening to MCR still, and they and she was uncomfortable with it, how would that make me feel? Like to do what what I yeah. feel like I could yeah. continue to do that, and the answer for me is obviously no. So it's just like one of those things where like it's not indefinite terms. Like you can't just be like oh mcr was never good and it's yeah, a bad thing. and write yeah. off everything that they've done because of um you know gerard's wife and you know they're friends he's collabed with jimmy before and stuff and mindless self-indulgence and all these other things right. like they're buddies and the thing about pop punk is they're all buddies so like i'm not yeah, yeah i don't trust yeah. any of those motherfuckers honestly um, well, but, I
1: mean, yeah. I I feel like that. I feel like that kind of the crux of it, right? Is like all these guys are kind of in with each other, and also you're dealing with people right. who are going to. I'm sorry. I feel like a lot of people, because I feel like a lot of us like to think that we don't think like this, so we don't think that other people think like this. I'm going to say the word think again, but like mm-hmm. some people will make concessions for people that they like, um, purely because they like them. And Absolutely. it could be for something horrible. And it could be, and it, guess what? They could be like, well, I've known that guy for 25 years. And you say that he did this thing, but I'm going to defend him. And right. yeah, it can be shitty, but also we need to realize that, like, people do that. Like, it's right. it's very much a thing. And like, yeah, we can take issue with it. Yeah, we can recognize it. Because obviously I'm not saying turn a blind eye to that, right? Like, you make right. the decision what media you consume and what you can, like, withstand when it comes to people exactly. expressing their opinions about, abusers and shitty things, right? But, yeah, I... I think that that's funny that it led all the way back to My Chemical Romance. And, like, the way it linked isn't too inorganic. It's just funny that, like, it did circle back around because... Well,
0: yeah, yeah. and it's been really weird how people have been reacting to it because a lot of the... a lot of people who are in Bandom, I guess, who are in (laughs) fandoms for bands, uh, they... Um, I think people and fandom in general are kind of unhinged a lot of yes. the time. Uh, but, you know, it's a real person. So you can actually talk to them and try to communicate with them. And it's a parasocial thing we were yes. talking about again earlier. So people, he had to close his, ins- or he, he didn't have to, but he closed his Instagram comments and hasn't addressed anything and hasn't unfollowed Jimmy, which I don't think he will, honestly. Yeah. It's it's his wife's band, it's, some, it's his friend. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But the comments are all people being, like, you know, like, hey, are you going to address this? But there's, like, some really aggressive ones where they're, like, the gist of it is, like, we know you're a sweet angel and you didn't know and Lindsay's a fucking know. bitch whore and, like, you should divorce her and get your yeah. kid on her. And I'm, like, man, what <sighs> the fuck? And I think that is, like... That's way too far. Like you can't just cancel your marriage. You know, like it's not yes. like pressing an unfollow button. You're married, for God's sake. I
1: feel. I feel like that's what people don't understand. And also, he's not. He's not. He's not married to the abuser. That's another thing people need to understand, right? He's not well, married directly. Lindsay is
0: a shitty person, and <laughs> I think she sucks okay. hardcore. But she's right. not. She's an abuse apologist, but she's not the abuser. Yes, you know? which
1: is still a bad thing, right? Yeah, that's still a yeah. bad thing. Obviously, it, it's just—I think it's funny because I see this stuff all the time. Where, like, yeah. whether it's an internet person, somebody actually famous, like Gerard Way or something, right? It's like you'll have people come out the woodworks, and be like, "Wow, your spouse or your brother did this. Are you gonna fucking disown them in front of us right now?" And it's just—it's just funny to me because. I feel like people don't get that like especially when it comes to internet fans and stuff is that like uh, like you said they're not your friend they're not going to give you the answer you uh, want or like even me. give you an answer they don't know you and also that complex relationship they have behind the scenes is probably taking a lot more precedent over you saying hey fuck your wife your wife's a bitch your wife's a piece of shit you know the person you love and have children with hey fuck them uh, but we love Literally. you, and you need to disown her right now for me, this 100-follower account on Twitter. Like, it's, it's just... Yeah, like,
0: that's... It's just absurd, right? Like, it's... Yeah. And, like, people are also like, we know you didn't know, or whatever. And I'm like, you hey, know. he probably did fucking... <laughs> he might have known. You don't fucking know yeah. that. You You're not in his head, you know? <laughs> and, like, that to me is, like... I don't know. Like, that's a very, like, extreme example. Because, like, people's reactions to that have been, like insane honestly like this is some of the worst fandom shit i've seen in a while but i, I saw okay. someone bring up a really important point about it too and i'm bunny trailing a little bit but i'll get back um but someone said like this should not be about mcr drama this should be about no. you know jimmy's victim in her case yes. and you guys are making it about drama and canceling and it's someone's life. And I think that's really yes. important to remember it's not even when about it issue. comes to things like this. And when it comes to canceling, like, it's kind of, for me, like, I don't fuck with Nicki Minaj anymore because, you know, her brother, everything with her brother. Oh, yeah. And then she, Yikes. you know, let him out. And her husband's a rapist, too. You know, it's just, like, all this shit. And it's like, no, no, I'm not doing that. Slash! Slash! Slash!
1: It, it's all good. And the good thing is, I think post-episode, like, like what, I think four, it, yeah. the quality gets like way better. because yeah,
0: like we he, improved a lot uh, in general. Boy
1: Craig. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got mics. We got a recording thing. I'm getting way into audio editing. Uh, you yeah. guys probably know the transitions at this point. Mr. Directly hey, from man. Guilty Gear. Please don't sue me. Arc System works. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, really enjoy you guys. Be in here and listening to us. We should be so I I, I, I realize we're not on Apple Podcast yet, but the reason is because um Apple's distribution, I think you have to have like five episodes up or something buy oh, like okay, okay. for them to like Definitely add you thing. to their Yeah, it's it's weird. Apple's always so strange. But we're on everything else. And if you're listening to this, you probably already know that. But yeah, we're on right. uh Spotify, um Google Podcasts, Anchor, Pocket Casts, pretty mm-hmm. much all the big apps were there, um, right. except for Apple. But um, And uh, yeah.
0: we're planning on releasing every Wednesday for right now. Uh, that may change yes. in the future, but for right now we kind of have like a good weekly thing we're vibing with. So it's going to be, you know, every Wednesday you can keep an eye out. Um, as always, if you have any corrections for us or any comments you can email us at uh our email is in the description but it's we're unpacking it no spaces no caps at Mm gmail.com uh we're also on twitter and instagram now we have social media that's up and running
1: yeah right (laughs) yeah social media is actually posting now it's great um
0: (laughs) but yeah uh thank you guys for popping in today Oh, yeah.
1: Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. This. Oh no, no, it's okay. My de- okay. Another good thing, guys. In case it's not obvious, we're recording this over Discord. Um Yeah. There was a delay there, so it's okay. You didn't do anything. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, guys. Um, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming to this episode, and we will see you guys next week when we continue the Golden Age. Catch you next time. Bye.
2: King, hmm? OVER! Oh.